She leads, she thrives. The home of inspired conversations, practical and creative wisdom, expansive leadership and business insights, abundant braggadocious moments of celebration, and useful info you can actually do something with. You'll hear about mindset, marketing, money, magnetism, self-awareness and the Thrive Factor framework, its archetypes and more. Amplify your role as a leader, a self-led soul. Tap into your effortless success zone. Turn your ingeniousness and wisdom into profitable income streams. From solo shows to guests you'll definitely want more from, there's something for every ambitious, ingenious soul. I'm Shannon Dunn, a true OG of the business coaching space with an obsession with thriving. You are so welcome here. Let's dive into today's episode. This episode was brought to you by the Thrive Factor Coach Certification offered by Thrive Factor School. The certification is a unique, immersive experience into professional coaching and developing proficiency using the Thrive Factor framework and its 12 female-centric self-leadership archetypes. Being a Thrive Factor Coach offers a unique gift of personal transformation your clients will be filled with gratitude for. This is a genuine opportunity to engage in a world-class personal and professional training experience and become part of a community of impact makers as a licensed Thrive Factor Coach. To find out more, email hello at thrivefactorco.com. Hey, superstars, welcome to a new episode, number 47 in our series on Chilichi Thrives. And today it's actually the third in our Thrive Factor Archetypes Business Insight Series. If you haven't yet and you'd like to catch the previous episodes in this series, you can tune into episode 42, where I introduce you to the mental teacher and shapeshifter alchemist archetypes. So much, so much goodness in that. And then episode 44, where we reflected on the advocate rescuer and the inspired believer. They have both been super popular and with our audience. So thank you, as always, for downloading and listening to the episodes that call to you. Over time, when we have got all six episodes in this series to cover all 12 archetypes, they're going to be such a rich resource for you to tap into, whether you know your archetypes or not. Now, as I said, today is episode 47. And with our 50th episode coming up in a few weeks, it marks one of many milestones so we're now around the 42,000 downloads in just over 10 months. Episode 50 is here soon and we will be having a first birthday celebration the first week of October when we officially come to our first birthday for She Leads, She Thrives. Now, Team Thrive Factor and I have already begun working on some very cool things to share with you and it's a birthday so there will be a chance to win prizes. So if you're not already automatically downloading the episodes each week, you want to do that so you know um, and exactly what's coming through and that you hopefully are not going to be missing any of the episodes that are going to be part of that special birthday series. And then be sure to set a time sometime in that first week of October to listen to the episodes because there will be more than one in our birthday week. It'd be part of our first birthday celebration series. And the prize giveaways will only be available to win probably in those first couple of weeks of October. I'll be sure to remind you all in upcoming solo episodes. And if you follow me on social media, particularly where I am on Instagram mostly, that's Shannon underscore the Thrive Factor. You'll see me share there and definitely on Facebook over that time. So on to today's episode. Now, as I have shared previously in this series, I am going to be 
highlighting or focusing in on key highlights and considerations for you as a business soul so that you can expand, deepen and embody your learning and understanding about the archetypes that are in focus for the episode. Now, if you're new here and you haven't listened to She Lead, She Thrives before, welcome. I'm Shannon Dunn. As a long-term business and self-leadership coach, I love connecting with the global audience that we have here on She Lead, She Thrives and really sharing incredible conversations with the guests that we have on the show, but also these solo episodes that cover all kinds of things. And I'll often talk about how excited I am. It's inherent as one of my archetypes. If you haven't, go back and listen to the Inspire a Believer episode because you'll find out more about why I talk about being so excited, being that that's one of my archetypes. But I am genuinely excited today to focus on the pioneer seeker and mediator diplomat archetypes. So I'm going to do that shortly. First, I'm going to, as I've done in the previous episode, share a few resources related to the Thrive Factor archetypes. First up, and we'll make sure we tag these in the show notes like we always try to do, you can hear a high-level introduction to all 12 archetypes in episode 16. I love that I see an increase in the number of downloads and listens for that episode every time I've mentioned it. So I can tell that some of you are going back and listening, getting a feel for all 12 archetypes. And if you don't yet know your Thrive archetypes, there are a number of ways to connect with them. You could start with a free assessment. There will be a link in the show notes for that. And this will confirm one of a possible three to six archetypes that you could have. Such an ideal way to get started. And if then you want 100% confirmation of your archetypes, there's three options for that. There's a Thrive Factor Insight. So you take the assessment, receive a detailed personalized report that we, my team and I create for you and insights into a couple of questions that you can ask. Um, again, links to everything I'm talking about now are going to be in the show notes. The second option, the Thrive Factor Experience, offers actually two options. So this is our two and three. The first one being a one-on-one session with me and coaching because of that, where you get to take the assessment like you do for the previous experience. You get that detailed report and then a one-on-one session to meet your archetypes. You can understand your Thrive Factor in more detail. And the third option we refer to as the Thrive Factor Experience Amplified. So it's a three-session experience and can often be, for many of my clients, a starting point to working more deeply and broadly with their Thrive Factor. So in those three sessions, we firstly meet your archetypes. The second session is to explore that your life or career or business through the lens of your archetypes. And the third is to understand the nuances of the relationships between your archetypes with a particular focus on points of harmony and potential disharmony. And it's all valuable, but you know what I see time and time again, it's this final session that everything kind of comes together and you start to understand what's going on. So, so much wisdom, so much wisdom. Uh, so today's archetypes, fired up, ready to be shared. And as I said earlier, the focus for today are the archetypes of the pioneer seeker and the mediator diplomat. Now, I was kind of surprised when I tuned into which archetypes to share with you next, and these two came forward together. They're kind of an odd pair to talk about in the same episode as one is a classic disruptor and innovator and the other is a compliant, rule-adhering perfectionist. But I always trust the insights and guidance I receive. So here we are. We're going to start with the pioneer seeker. I often refer to her literally as the disruptive innovator. But your gift, if you have this archetype, is that you are an adventurous spirit and you have a daring sense of innovation and you're loved by, from a business perspective, your ideal clients who are attracted to your, you know, in a kind of a, how do I describe it often, a kindred spirit kind of way as they seek to share some of the or connect with some of the same core things as a pioneer seeker. 
So key things to remember about this archetype, she tries things first. I often refer to her as a woman of firsts. She seeks to understand by looking outside of herself. That speaks to the seeker aspect of the pioneer seeker. She can be mischievous and a bit, well, let's be honest here, let's not sugarcoat it, a lot of a trickster, be very cheeky, uh, can say things that others find quite shocking often. (laughs) So you would know a pioneer seeker if you've ever met one, 100%. They stand out for lots of different reasons. She's fiercely adventurous. She's able to surrender when the time is right to do so, but sometimes she forgets that. She sees strengths and gifts in others when she's looking for herself. And really the thing to focus on with that as a pioneer seeker is actually to bring it back into self rather than the everybody else. She can be easily distracted by the brightness of new things, opportunities and promises. And whereas other archetypes like the shapeshifter alchemist, for example, just gets very distracted by all of the bright, shiny things in the world, for the pioneer seeker, it's about the new things, about it's about innovations, about things that are at the forefront of whatever industry or space that she finds herself working in and, and um, spending time in. She is an archetype, as I said, who's a disruptor, uh, very different to someone who's visionary. Being visionary and being a disruptor are very different things. And if you recognise this archetype in yourself or you can see this in someone you know, you will easily be able to spot them because of the disruptive tendency they with their innovative uh, or attributes yeah that's the word I'm looking for the innovative attributes they're often as I said at the forefront of things they are you know taking up software quicker than anybody else they're trying new things and if you say to a pioneer seeker I've just come across this new thing and you tell her what it's all about she's likely to say to you oh that was so many months even years ago and yeah I've moved on from that um And she can get bored very easily because of her need for new things and her exploration of where she fits into the world is, as I said, speaks to the seeker part of like needing to find where her value is and where she kind of where her treasure is. And the reality is that the treasure that she is seeking externally is within her. You know, how often have I shared variations of that as we go along? So as we've done with the other intros to the archetypes through this series, I'm going to share with you a high-level summary of what I call the four M's of momentum. So mindset, marketing, money, and magnetism with the pioneer seeker in mind. So from a mindset perspective, this is an archetype that is overflowing with curiosity. She's very adventurous, always looking for answers, and she expresses that cheeky, playful side often. But she really needs to be mindful of looking inside herself for understanding and answers, not just outside, as she will rarely find what she's seeking, even though she's convinced often that that's where to go. When she's not sure how she fits in the world and finds herself often lonely or not fitting in or, you know, referring to herself as the odd one out and various other different phrases that a pioneer seeker will use, that can play on her mindset and make her feel like she literally is the odd one out and never going to be, I guess, accepted or appreciated. So it's an interesting thing to see that playing out and something to be mindful of. From a marketing perspective for the Pioneer Seeker, it's about sharing the journeys that you're taking and allowing that cheeky, playful nature to shine through. You want to honour your inner queen because this is an archetype that does have a queen element, different to the queen ruler and its expression. When the queen ruler is all queen, the Pioneer Seeker is queen and other things. In fact, it's actually the reflection of the queen of the underworld, if you have any understanding about what that is. If not, go and Google it and you'll see all sorts of different things come up. 
don't be shocked because <laughs> you never know what you might see. But from another aspect of marketing, it's always also about trusting that the treasure is within you and going into that inner aspect of who you are to share what's important in terms of your messaging and your content. You want to share how you think ahead of the masses and how to be innovative and pioneering in business with a dash of playfulness and that sass, of course, because it's who you are. From a money perspective, really key thing for you to understand is that you already have all the wealth that you need. In fact, you have all that you'll ever need. So trust that and really enjoy it. Enjoy using your strengths to bring in more fun to the process of wealth creation. You will always decide to do things differently and to be that disruptor and innovator all in one. And this can mean sometimes that you're disconnected with the market and what the kind of people who are your ideal clients actually may want and need. So there is such thing for a pioneer seeker as kind of being too ahead of the curve, uh, doing or sharing or focusing or creating offers and pricing and all those things that we do as business souls in line with what everyone else is doing is not what you're going to do. You will be ahead of the game if you want to say it like that. We just need to be mindful of not being too far ahead because it will make it harder for your genuinely ideal clients to connect with you. Now, your queen aspect can make confident decisions about money, so use her, like lean into that part of yourself. And there won't necessarily be anything practical about your pricing when the pioneer seeker is in charge. So go go with that, go with the flow. From a magnetism perspective, the more playful and sassy that you are, the more others will be curious. They will really will lean into who is this woman, yeah, and you'll find your treasure and your wealth with that and at your ability to use the story of your journey to help others to do the same will really attract other people that can sometimes often identify with you in a really kindred spirit kind of a way as also lost souls in the world. And they'll connect with you because they resonate with your story and your desire for self-understanding and working out kind of where you fit without necessarily having to fit in. Now, an activation question for a pioneer seeker is what do I already know and have that is a treasure? Like what do you have within you that is a genuine treasure? Now, profitable wisdom focus for the pioneer seeker. As I've said, you're a great adventurer, always trying new things, pushing the boundaries and the status quo in the world. So being the pioneer and adopting things early gives you the opportunity to lead the way for others to do the same. You're a natural disruptor offering a different approach that others will value. There will be people in your audience of ideal clients that are tired of seeing the same things and tuning in and learning the same things over and over again. So when you show up with something fresh and new thinking and ways to do things related to your interest and your lived and learned experience and expertise, it's going to make a massive difference to your audience in terms of their ability to connect with you and invest in you. From a content ideas perspective, it really comes down to anything that's aligned with your products and services where you can demonstrate your innovation and your journeys to connect with self. Those two things are going to make creating and sharing content so much easier for you. Now, potential challenge that comes up from, I would say, every pioneer seeker I've ever, ever had a conversation with and worked with, boredom. <laughs> You're always looking externally for your treasure. You're caught in that kind of underworld, the ego sometimes of the dark queen pioneering too fast and sometimes just for the sake of it and a sense of loneliness. So they're things to be mindful of. They're part of who you are. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you or needs fixing. It's just things to be mindful of because they could take up and consume a whole lot of your time and energy. Now, common fear often experienced by pioneer seekers is a number of different expressions of it. I will always be lost. 
I'll never find my place in the world. I'll never be acknowledged for how innovative I am. Those are patterns of fears that can play out often one or more of them or all of them for pioneer seekers. So things to be generally mindful of for pioneer seekers, the deciding to do things differently is part of who you are. To be the disruptor and the innovator all in one can mean you're sometimes, as I said earlier, disconnected from your marketplace. So you just want to really tune into who are your ideal clients, where are they actually at, and how can you share that innovative avant-garde, head of the status quo kind of nature that you have that's where they're at, like meet them where they're at rather than being so far into the future or into, you know, things being different and really shaking things up that they just struggle to connect with you. And you've got so much to offer. So it's really, it's about recognizing the treasure that you have. When we talk or when I use the word treasure, I'm also talking about the value because some pioneer seekers really struggle to find where they offer or are perceived as being valuable to others in in terms of their ideal clients. You are valuable. What you do and how you do it is so appreciated by so many. So take the often maybe blinkers off if you want to think about it like that and see for yourself that you have so much value being reflected to you in the world. So with every archetype, there are a number of core strengths that we have available to us. And the ones I'm going to share with you at the moment are ones that you could easily tap into on a daily basis. And it's not about tapping into all of the strengths. It's about choosing, you know, one or two perhaps and really leaning into those in your days and your weeks and your months and years moving forward in business. Your different views offer a refreshing take on things. So share them. Yeah. How original your thinking is, like innovation is kind of like the middle name of every pioneer seeker. People are fascinated by your views of things because they are not like the masses. But if we don't see you or hear you sharing them, we'll never know how differently you think and feel and respond and act and take action in the world. You have an abundance of resources and treasure within, so always look there first for your answers, even though your default is to actually look outside yourself with practice and intention when you recognize the value that you have within you, you're better able to actually lean into that as a strength. Be kind to yourself. This is an archetype that can be really harsh, thinking she's kind of, she's so original, so different, so unique. Uh, So that one of a kind so doesn't fit in that you can sometimes judge and be critical of yourself because of that. Instead, you want to celebrate your originality and spend time with other innovators like other pioneer seekers and also the visionary creator archetype. That's one of my four archetypes. I love time with pioneer seekers and I find that there's such value in the kinds of conversations that we have with the disruptive, innovative nature of the pioneer seeker and the visionary, futuristic focus of the visionary creator. There's a lot of connection there. And so instead of loneliness, you're able to feel like you are connected but not stuck in the kind of thinking and reaction or response or action of the everybody, what everybody else is doing. You want to create a sense of belonging instead of feeling like you're the odd one out. Now that's really comes down to you. What does belonging mean to you? What does that look like? For a pioneer seeker, it may be having a very core group of business friends or connections or or people that you can trust and really reach out to. And it's not likely to be 
a large number of people. You like kind of smaller and more intimate groups of people. Now that also will be influenced by your other archetypes. If you have the network connector, you're all up for a larger audiences. If you have the queen ruler as well as the pioneer seeker, which is not an uncommon thing to see the two queens coming in together, then again, you have the potential to lead on a large scale and often have a large you know, desire for a large following or large community around you. When it, or, or, you know, trust that you always have resources and treasure and value that you can access. Trust your instincts is a very instinctive archetype as well. Be tenacious as you follow your intuition and inner power to your next move. Like, what are you doing next? What are you changing? What are you moving forward? Show others what's possible when they think and act outside the box. Like you, seeing you as a role model is going to be incredibly valuable for so many others. And honor that sassy self that you have, but be compassionate at the same time. That's going to really support you as you move forward in the world as a pioneer seeker. Now, I've been sharing a number of affirmations with each of these introductions to the, the archetypes through the lens of business. And these are great questions that you can use to explore things, to use for journaling, for meditation, in conversations, even you know, in conversations or connection with, with a coach or a mentor or a friend. So let me share what they are for the Pioneer Seeker. What if it was safe for me to belong? Imagine it was safe for me to celebrate my uniqueness. What if I didn't get bored easily? Imagine if I had all the answers and resources I've been seeking because they are already within me. What if the way I view and engage with the world is actually my gift? Imagine if I could fall in love with my differences. What if it was easier to access my inner queen? Imagine if I paused and reflected before deflecting with a comment that's not kind. What if I truly had an adventurous uh, ability to share the abundance of treasure available to me anytime? Imagine if I was loved and valued for being me. And what if looking within and discovering my inner treasure was an exciting and as exciting and innovating as the next thing? Now, your archetypal success pathway is a pioneer seeker. It's about activating and amplifying thriving when you embody your thrive factor success pathway of self-acceptance. Self-acceptance is such a big thing for the pioneer seeker. So as a soul who is the disruptor and the innovator and the soul searcher, you're always seeking to understand where you fit in and what value you have to offer. You filter everything through the lens of self-value. As the queen of the underworld, you have a gift for connecting to your innate power when you think and act outside the box, like there's no conforming for you when you have the pioneer seeker archetype. Your value is in how different you are. And this is part of your success pathway to connect with and share that treasure within and the differences, the uniqueness, the, the you know, how you stand out. Activating celebration of your uniqueness connects you instantly to your place in the world as a difference maker. And it's with the Pioneer Seeker, it's beyond what people talk about when they're saying, I want to make a difference. It goes to another level with this archetype. Now, you truly thrive as a Pioneer Seeker when you give yourself the opportunity to celebrate your differences instead of seeing them as insurmountable challenges. Now, to wrap up before we move to the Mediated Diplomat, there's a couple of other key things I want to share with you. This is around activating your effortless success zone. And the effortless success zone, if you've not heard me talk about that before, is that place of flow where things are just easier. You just can move forward. You feel like yourself, your confidence expands. There's so many brilliant and amazing things that can happen when you're in your effortless success zone. 
So to activate this, you want to do less of disrupting for the sake of it, which is such a common thing for so many pioneer seekers to do. It comes because of the boredom factor. Or also I find that when pioneer seekers feel like someone's kind of highlighting how different they are and how they don't kind of fit in, usually through the perception of the pioneer seeker rather than somebody else maybe necessarily acknowledging that, they can, that's when the sassy, cheeky side can come out. It's often a deflection process. And for me, when I hear a pioneer seeker being cheeky to the point that it sounds almost not not very nice to others, <laughs> to others' ears, and can upset some of the more sensitive archetypes in the world, that's a sign for me that she's often very disconnected from herself and feeling very lost. Do less of focusing on boredom as it will just lead to more. And do less of looking outside of yourself for the answers and mistrusting your instincts. Instead, to activate your effortless success zone, you want to do more of trusting in your inner resources, being the innovator that you are, leading the way for others to follow, celebrating your inner dark queen and what she stands for and acknowledging your desires. Yeah, so much goodness in all of that. Okay, big, big breath now. Let's move on to the mediated diplomat. Very different archetype to the pioneer seeker. She's an archetype that I refer to frequently as the practical truth teller. The biggest gift for the mediated diplomats of the world is her beautiful ability to find balance and alignment in all things. And she's about things being fair, just, and equal for all. So things to remember about the mediated diplomat. She's a great listener, so much so that others feel genuinely heard. Like There's a big difference when a mediated diplomat listens to you than someone who doesn't have that archetype. She tends to be naturally and effortlessly unbiased and fair in her dealings, even though she will be very opinionated and have really well-informed, usually, ideas about things. She's diplomatic by nature. A constant stream of ideas is just how her brain works. In fact, so many media diplomats tell me that they there are too many ideas. There is such thing as having too many ideas. Their brains are constantly turned on. She has high standards, and this is an archetype where quality is important, and she shares that attribute with the queen ruler archetype is also incredibly focused on quality. But for the mediated diplomat, the high standards can lead to perfectionism and her really approaching the world with a perfectionist tendency where things don't ever kind of measure up. And it's more about not others measuring up, but herself, like her very high exacting standards can be very hard to ever uh, reach at any point in time. She understands the natural balance and order of things. Things in her life must be fair, just and equal through her own lens. Uh, Balance and alignment are her core values, so important to her. And she can be very um, black and white about things. And when I use that those words black and white, I'm meaning it's kind of this or that. And it's important for the mediated diplomat to remember the greys and where the kind of average person exists. So someone that doesn't have the mediated diplomat archetype may not be as exacting about something being this or that. They may kind of see other options that are available. That can frustrate some media diplomats who are usually so clear about exactly what something is and have the this option or that option. And they can, as I said, get frustrated with people who can come across as not really committing, not really, you know, being able to say it's this or that. They're kind of like, well, it could be this, it could be that, it also could be this, it also could be that. Too much for media diplomat. So let's move to those four M's of momentum and look at mindset, marketing, money, and magnetism for a mediator diplomat. Uh, 
So from that mindset perspective, that being fair, just, balanced and considerate with a desire to understand is just how you think and how you respond to the world through the, the aspect of mindset. Being fair, gentle and always kind with yourself as a priority is incredibly important. This is an archetype that can be the judge. And when the judgment arises or she's judgmental, it tends to be of herself more than it ever is of others. So you can be harsh. We don't want you to be. That will disconnect you from you being able to share the truth from your heart. We want to understand your personal meaning of balance and alignment and use that as your inner compass to guide you forward in whatever role it is that you take in the world. And just as a side note here, it's not uncommon for people or women that work in this space to do with law and money have this archetype. In fact, every client I've worked with that is a an accountant, a bookkeeper, a money coach, a financial advisor, someone in that money space or working in the space of law or a role to do with supporting legal things, they've always had 100% of the time they've had the mediator diplomat archetype. It's a good thing. It means that those natural attributes you have are working or bringing you're being able to bring them to your workplace or your workspace and or your business. Now, marketing, provide both sides of the story to provide a full picture for people. You see both sides. You will see an alternate view. You'll often be able to play, what's the, the phrasing, devil's advocate, where you everyone's kind of, or the majority of people are heading down one path and you see another option. Share those with us so that we can understand how you can see very clearly the different options that are available. And you also want to convey your fair nature in your brand and be that truth teller that you are. And, you know, things then will balance and blend as they are meant to. Marketing can feel overwhelming and tough for some media diplomats because of it. They need to get it right. They need to tick all the boxes and the perfectionist. If they also have the mentor teacher archetype, that can influence that as well as having to have it right from a knowledge perspective. So just be mindful of those things. Now, when it comes to money for the media diplomat, if it sounds fair, you're likely to invest. You want to trust your assessment rather than getting stuck in having to get it right or, you know, doing your list of pros and cons and having to make sure you've ticked all those things off. You generally have really good instincts for things and the ability to create a useful judgment of a situation. You know, judging uh, your pricing because of a need for perfection is not going to support you from a money creation perspective. And comparison can sometimes be high because you want to balance out what the market is offering. Another thing in relation to money for a media diplomat is that you can often second guess your value. Like we'll have a C value in what I'm offering. You know what? They will. This is an archetype that because of her high standards and her um, desire to create and to share quality, you it's like you can't really share something or create or create and share something that's not of value. So in some ways, kind of let that go and just focus in on, I know this is going to be valuable because of who I am. Because until you own, you know, your value, others may struggle to connect and invest and really, you know, recognize the value that you do have to offer innately. Now, the last of these four M's of momentum is magnetism. So being a fantastic listener creates a value others appreciate. And being that ultimate truth teller in your space or whatever your niche or your industry is, is 100% superpowers of yours. So you want to own it, like own being the truth teller. Sink into your heart. What does it What does it want to say and share with the world rather than being in that very often high-functioning, over-functioning you know, brain of yours? 
um, listen to your own needs and find your balance and alignment and the way things work for you and start from that space. And that will create an incredible magnetism. This is, a, again, another side note for the mediator diplomat. Um, I have a, a fun T-shirt. I love slogan tees. I don't have this archetype, but I, I have a plenty of incredible women in my world that do have the mediator diplomat archetype. And I've had many clients with this archetype over the years. And I have this fun T-shirt that came from a company in Australia called Confetti Rebels. And it says on the front in big, bright colours, um, you know, something like, hold on a sec or wait a sec, let me overthink it. It's a classic, classic mediator diplomat. Let the overthinking go, ladies, move forward with, um, you know, being really anchored into your truth. And then you're going to find it so much easier. So an activation question for the media diplomat, where do I not feel balanced, aligned, truthful, and fair? That's going to highlight for you an opportunity for you to really sink into what's going on, where you may be overthinking so that you can unpack that and hopefully move forward beyond whatever's getting in the way of you being able to be your incredible truth-telling self. From a profitable wisdom focus, your ability to understand the natural order and cycles of things and how to create fairness and equality, or it's really equity more than equality, are highly valued. So you want to let this show in your products and services. Let your strong desire to show the truth be your guiding light when you're choosing what to focus on. Those truth-telling ways, yeah, I've talked about them a lot because they're so important for you. They are considered fresh and enticing to your ideal audience who appreciate your view of the world like they really will. You will find with this archetype that you will draw in a lot of other mediator diplomats who will appreciate your being a role model by showing them how they can connect with and share their own truths. They may be drawn to you from a place of personal injustice sometimes and want clear pathways that are truthful, fair, just, and equal, which is totally your specialty. Content ideas, anything that's aligned with your products and services where you can demonstrate how to create balance, to blend things, to create alignment and share your truth, that's all you know, content gold for you. The potential challenges that can come up for a mediator diplomat, those that overabundance of ideas and your exceptionally high standards can both contribute to getting stuck in your tracks, uh, to experiencing the negative effects of perfectionism, overthinking everything, always trying to get it right or to balance, you know, it could activate being self-critical and judgmental. And we don't want those things to get in the way of you showing up in the world and being the incredible businesswoman that you are. A common fear or a couple of fears that show up for media diplomats, I won't deliver something that is seen as high value or I'll never be able to meet the standards I've set. Both of those are very commonly experienced and expressed by media diplomats. I've talked already about how to refocus that value piece and with these standards, I would never suggest to a media diplomat that they lower their standards, not ever. It's not in you to do that. But what I do suggest frequently to media diplomats is that you have an active gratitude practice where you can really focus in on what you already have accomplished or achieved or the impact you're making in the world, the legacy you're creating, so that you're less likely, hopefully, to focus on what's still not been achieved or not met by that standards, if you like. Things to be generally mindful of, that judging your pricing because of your need for perfection can really get in the way of things. That comparison, you know, be really high due to the need to balance with what the market is offering. You just want to be able to move forward with a greater sense of self. And as I have said more than once now, sink into the heart space. 
And, you know, there's so many ways that you can do that. I don't need to kind of list them all off now. I truly trust that you will understand what that means for you. But sharing from that space is you really connecting with the rawness and the gift and the value of the truth that you're here to share in the world. Okay, number of strengths for the media diplomat that you can tap into at any time to really make the most of this archetype. Your ability to see all sides of the story or situation is something that makes you so interesting to other people. As I said, I often find that media diplomats in group environments, so um, let me think of an example, like sitting on uh, different company boards or in uh, executive committees that I've done many times in my business career, and uh, the media diplomats, I love them because everyone may be on board with something. The media diplomat will go, oh, but what about this? You know, they see something different and I love when they share it. Other strengths that you can tap into, your gift for creating powerfully aligned value-laden experiences and outcomes. You just do that. So own it already. Um, your quality stamp shows up in all that you do. Uh, listening to yourself and others and truly hearing what's being said or shared is an incredible strength that others will really appreciate. Your, that said, your ability to see an alternate view, uh, your ease with guiding and supporting others to be more compliant when that's required. As said, those of you that are media diplomats that work in the money space and the legal space, that's part of what you're required to do in those roles. Uh, other people can really struggle with compliance and meeting, you know, things that they have to meet to, you know, for legal reasons, for example. You do it with ease to show other people how to make it easier honoring your truth, share that truth boldly, you know, pause to listen to your own truth, you know, have practices and different things that you do in your days and your weeks, your months that really allow you to connect with your truth and follow it. Yeah. Want to release if you can, as best you can for the need for things to be perfect, whatever your definition of perfectionism is, get comfortable with what that looks like and feels like for you. And then look at how you cannot let that be your your kind of your measure, if you like, for what you do and share in the world. I've seen a, such an abundance of media diplomats not share in the world, whether that be their content on social media, they because of the they don't look and feel and confident or clear or whatever it is, so they won't get on video if that's something that they feel is a strategy to try. They won't share actual written content. They won't share graphics in their social media. They won't share emails because, you know, there might be a spelling mistake in it. They don't ever launch the incredible program that they've got to offer or the mastermind or whatever the offering is that's calling you because it's not yet right. It doesn't have all the resources. It doesn't have everything. It doesn't look like you want it to look. And if you have the mentor teacher, it often then it's like, well, I'm not qualified to do this. Let all that go. It's just getting in your way. And the rest of us are here to receive your truth and to connect with your truth. And if you're holding that back, then you're robbing yourself and the rest of us of the gifts that you have to offer. So as I said, the gratitude for all you are and have instead of focusing on what's missing or not perfect is going to be such a difference maker for you. And you want to trust that you are valued and worthy for the people that are actually out there ready to connect with you and to receive your truth. And you want to celebrate each time you show yourself respect and acceptance by sharing the truth, whatever your truth is. Now, great um, way to explore is with those affirmations that I've shared for every archetype. So here they are for the media diplomat. What if it's safe for me to be in alignment with my truth? So what if it's safe for me to be in my in alignment with my truth? Imagine it's safe for me to follow my authentic truth. 
What if my instinct to share my truth was the best, it was in the best interest of all? Imagine if I was valued for following what I know is aligned for me. What if I only knew how to deliver a quality experience? Imagine if my contribution was welcomed. What if I had abundant gratitude for who I am? Imagine if creating alignment was effortless. What if I was sought out for my point of view? Imagine if the value I desire to share lay in me being me. And what if everything I offered via my business was valued and appreciated by my truth-seeking community? Have fun with those mediated diplomats. In fact, just speaking of fun, mediated diplomats can often re- report to me that, which is a very much a mediated diplomat thing to report in, uh, that you don't have a lot of fun in life and business. So having more of that, leading into your other archetypes to have more of that, is going to really support you as a mediated diplomat. The affirmations uh, will be easily available in the transcript for the this, this episode so if you want to go back to those for this episode for the media diplomat or pioneer seeker or any of the other archetype focused archetypes in this series then please go back and tune into those and use them yeah they're so valuable for the media diplomat it comes down to activating and amplifying thriving when she embodies her trifactor success pathway of self-alignment so as a truth-led soul, you filter everything through the lens of your sense of what's right, fair, just, and equal, and you see the world's truth-teller aspects that, you, you know, you're here to create a sense of harmonious balance and alignment for all. You want to activate self-alignment daily for the need for things to be a certain way and meets extremely high standards can hold you back from connecting to your truthful heart and sharing what matters most. You'll truly thrive when you give yourself the gratitude to recognize the value of your truth and commitment to delivering high quality, fair, valuable experiences via your business. So speak from your heart, not your head. I've said that more than once and I something that I will happily repeat over and over again. So to activate your effortless success zone, do less of judging yourself and deciding you're not some kind of enough, not good enough, not, not valuable enough, not whatever. It doesn't matter. You'll have words that go in before enough. I have no doubt about that. Want to do less of focusing on the kind of the black and white, the and missing the grey, the nuances that others may kind of spend time in that space. It's not about you ignoring your ability to see this or that, but it's about recognizing that the rest of the world that don't have the media diplomat archetype may not be able to get on board with your it's this or that. Had many conversations over the years with media diplomats who have been so set about, but it's this or it's that. And I'm like, but what about, it could be this or, you know, they've got frustrated with me because I don't kind of get on board with them and all fight up about the thing that they've decided is a mistruth. You want to do also less of setting yourself up, up for failure with perfectionism and instead to activate your effortless success zone, do more of understanding what balance and blend and alignment mean for you. Speak up for what you believe in. Celebrate your gift of listening and being able to be impartial in support of the truth, your truth and the truth of others. So much goodness to share there for the mediator diplomat. So we've come close to the end. I'm just going to do a wrap up now for this episode and I'll be back in uh, probably a couple of episodes with the fourth in this series where we will focus on another two archetypes of the Thrive Factor archetypes. All 12 of them will be covered by the time we get to the sixth part of this uh, series of um, really looking at the business insights for the archetypes. So I want you to remember superstar wise soul that you are 
You were born to thrive, to follow your dreams, your visions, your ambition, your desire, and to lead your life and your business with ease and spaciousness. Like you're already a leader. You may not recognize that, but you're, I have no doubt in my mind and my heart that you are evolving and developing as a self-led soul, making waves, creating impact, you know, creating a legacy, really making a difference in the world. And I'll always, as I say, most episodes believe in this reality for you, for us all, and know that if you don't yet have a sense of this and the possibility and potentiality all around you, I'm holding the space for you to do that too. So have the best week until our next episode. Celebrate you, all you are, all you're creating, all you're sharing, and uh, look forward to being back in your ears next week with a new guest episode, something a little bit different for episode 48, uh, something very exciting to share with you. So um, yeah, bring it on, hey? Lots of love to you all. Uh, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't yet shared this podcast with the incredible people in your network, in your community, please go and do that. Um, you know, it makes such a difference, as I said, knowing that there are so many people around the world. I think we're up to, you know, listeners in 30 plus countries now in our kind of 10th month. Um, makes such a difference knowing that you're out there and sharing and telling everyone about the episodes that you love. So have an incredible day wherever you are in the world. And I look forward to being in your ears again very soon. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. You are so valued and appreciated. Aside from this podcast, my favorite place to hang out online is definitely Instagram. So come and join me, Shannon underscore the Thrive Factor. And no, my DMs are always open for genuine questions and connections. For all the latest Thrive Factor goodness, visit thrivefactorco.com forward slash links, where you'll find more about thriving in life and business. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show and share it with your friends. Let's amplify thriving the world over. Thank you.